Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary friends. Welcome to Multicultural TV Talk, a Media Village podcast where we bring you exclusive interviews with talent and creatives from across entertainment, discovering their stories and how they're changing the face of stardom across media. I am your host, Juaniela. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now let's get to talking. Today's guests are the stars of HBO Max reality series, House of Ho. Here to talk with us about the upcoming second season from the House of Ho, it's Judy Washington and Leslie Ho. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Uh, so before we dive into season two, um, I'm curious about how the origins of the show uh, came about. So when did sort of development and that pitch come to you guys uh, for the show to get started? So three years ago, I was, you know, sitting in my office and, you know, reading Forbes magazine and I saw the success of the Kardashians and I thought, you know, my family was pretty interesting too. And I knew a few, I had a few friends working in Hollywood that um were producers made a few phone calls and they said you know i think you know you might have something here and three months later crazy rich asians came out and the success of it really showed me that there was a market for it mm -hmm. i came back home told my family hey you know there's an, a really interesting opportunity here i pitched it to my wife and to judy and of course you know my father who saw amazing potential to you know cement his legacy for the world to to see and and we just went after it judy and leslie i'm curious when uh, washington did bring this idea to both of you what was your reaction were you intrigued were you maybe nervous to have cameras rolling uh, for so long what was your reaction i didn't believe him until the cameras actually showed up <laughs> <laughs> and even yeah. after we filmed i didn't believe it until i saw marketing on hbo max and even then i didn't believe it until i actually like turned on my tv and saw it <laughs> <laughs> you know, crazy ideas anyways. And so um, for one of these to actually happen, you know, we just kind of went along with it because he was, you know, his dream show. Um, and they said it's like winning the lottery. You know, I was like, what's the chance? 99% of my ideas and plans don't usually go to plan. Eh. So, you know, for me, once I saw the cameras coming into our home, and then I saw the show on TV. It was kind of my whole family just got quiet. They thought they were just <laughs> signing piece of papers that were made up all by me. And, you know, I'm so proud of it. And I'm, I'm glad my family has stuck by me through this whole time. Yeah. Not, not all of Washington's plans work, but when they work, they're home runs. Right, Wash? <laughs> Grand slams, baby. Yeah. That's right. World yeah. Series, fun of the night. Yeah. And uh, during season one, uh, we saw lots of things come uh, come to light uh, regarding the family. Um, you know, we saw divorce, marital issues, sibling rivalry, uh, that sort of classic butting heads of the siblings uh, and things like that. So for each of you, what was something that you were especially nervous um, or particularly excited about uh, sharing and for folks to see in the show? Um, I was nervous sharing about my divorce because it was also new to my children at the time. And, you know, when they watch the show years later on, I want them to know that, you know, I did this for them, you know, that I was thinking about their future as well as my future. That was something I was afraid of. And um, I was excited about, you know, everyone seeing how crazy our family is. You know, my brother, you know, he comes up with these crazy ideas. My parents have achieved the ultimate American dream my crazy aunt Tina, you know, when you put it all together, it just works somehow. You know, I'm excited, you know, for the world to see after, you know, my recovery journey, the 
you know, great results of what has happened with my relationship with my family and also my career. And, you know, for me, you know, going through it was tough, but the rewards of inspiring other people, including my own family to be our best selves has been very rewarding for me. You know, this season, um, there's an episode where my mom appears on the show. And so that gave me a lot of anxiety and you really see like the cultural generational gap, you know, things that were done back in Vietnam and the traditional way of running a marriage and being a wife, you know, it's not the same living here in America, you know, and trying to have our own marriage and having my mom live with us, you know, for a few weeks. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah. That, that gave me a lot of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when I found out Leslie's mom was going to be on the show and they were going to film my relationship with her mom, it, it was a very anxious moment for me. And seeing so many folks' responses online about season one and and how um, excited they are to see this level of representation uh, on a reality series because the API community has been left out of reality television quite a bit, um, you know, and for myself, my family, my parents are immigrants from uh, Central America who came here in the 80s and built a life for their family. And, you know, um, I have the I have the very fortunate um, opportunities to be working in media, which is not something that any really immigrant family imagines seeing their kids in. They, you know, right. similar to you guys, doctor or lawyer, that's what they want. <laughs> <is. laughs> I'm curious, uh, what goes through your head? What's your reaction to to reading folks' responses about how excited they are to see this representation? Um, I think it's I, I think it's great because similar, uh, you know, when we were growing up, me and Wash, we would watch TV and read books and you know, we weren't very well represented back then. And, you know, I never thought that this could be possible. So like, I feel like kids nowadays, like our children, when they see, you know, people like us and they just know that, you know, they can go, they don't have to be a doctor or lawyer. There's just so many other options that they can pursue to, you know, feel fulfilled. And I feel like our generation, we don't put that pressure on our kids that there's only two, you know, paths to success. And, you know, if people can feel less lonely and just feel like, oh, there's someone else out there that's going through the same thing as me and they know where I'm coming from because I grew up in a family like that. My parents are the same way because of where they're from. You know, to me, that makes it worth it. I think the great thing about, you know, what we're doing as Asians is we are, you know, stepping out of the box. You know, we've been taught all our lives that the right thing to do is to do the safe thing. And, you know, my family has gotten to where they are and we've been so blessed um, living the American dream is by, you know, for us doing the show is like giving back. I think, you know, people have reached out to me and said, man, thank you for opening my eyes. I, I, I don't really enjoy what I'm doing. I'm going to step out the box and try something else. And at 40 years old, here I am. You know, I, I think it's great. I think the show has given a lot of space um, to showcase like a shared identity with API and also shared pain. Um, and, and you get so many DMs with people just relating to the cultural, the food. Um, it's just so amazing how there's so many cultures that are similar, you know, whether it's food that's, you know, they leave out one ingredient or something that's similar to that reminds them of their home and their, you know, their background. Throughout the two seasons of the show, um, what would you say something that you learned, whether it was about yourselves, each other, the family, 
um, or being on a show? What's what comes to mind? What comes to mind as a lesson learned throughout that time? Um, you know, I've just the biggest thing I learned is that vulnerability is courage. You know, being a Asian male, I thought vulnerability was weakness, and you know, just having to be on camera, being honest, being your authentic self has really changed my life for the better. And, you know, I'm grateful for that. I mean, for me, I've learned that, you know, Benho has a lot of tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> you know, just even filming scenes with him, like I always feel like I have to outthink or out strategize him. And he always somehow like one ups me on him. Uh, I think I've learned that, you know, similar to what Washington said, you know, most people on their social media, they only show like the highlights, right? You only show people what you want them to see, the good stuff and, you know, you know, your happy days. And I just feel like the show also shows, you know, what goes behind the scenes of real life and real pain and what people have to go through. And I think people relate on that level more so than just the highlight reel mm. and that we're all connected in that way. Absolutely. And um, I'm also curious what, uh, you know, what comes to mind looking back as the first time that you felt that you saw yourself represented, um, whether it was in TV and film in any type of uh, performance when it comes to, to media, what, what performance was it that stuck out to the first time you felt seen and represented? Oh, for me, I used to uh, read Babysitter's Club when I was younger and there's a Japanese character on there, Claudia Kishi. And I used to think like, this is the first time I've even seen an Asian surname in a book or anything like that. And it's funny because now my daughter reads those books. And then she was like, oh, to her, she's like, that's normal. I, I see Asian names everywhere in TV and books. And I see you on TV, mom. So to her, it's not a big deal. But I remember for me, that was really like, wow, there's someone out there like me. I think for me, it's not really just anyone Asian, but men who go through recovery that are public figures like you know, Robert Downey Jr., who I'm a huge fan of, uh, you know, for him to, you know, almost lose his family and to coming back as strong as he did really inspires me that it can be done. I mean, for me, it was like Mulan, to be honest, because I grew up, you know, I love Disney and all the princesses are, you know, blonde at the time. And, and that's who I wanted to be. And that's who I dress like. And I wanted to change my name to Ariel in the second grade, um, but to have Mulan come out and showcase just a little bit of, you know, what I'm familiar with and someone that looks like me. I mean, I owned, I mean, I watched that for hours because I was so intrigued by it. If you had the sort of back to the future moment where you ran into your 13 year old self and you could give them one piece of advice, what would you say? Oh, my 13 year old self, I would say, I think it would go back to like my dating, you know, cause I was so picky with guys and I would have like a checklist um, and Washington, you know, didn't meet everything on my checklist, but my life turns out different, you know? And I think it turned out for the better and to not have everything prepared. You know, I had a whole, I want to be married by 20, you know, five. I wanted to have kids by 28. I want to be a young mom, you know? And at that point I was so naive, you know, coming up in, growing up in Oklahoma, I felt like I wasn't really exposed to a lot of things um, in the big city. And having met Wash, I think he opened my eyes to a lot of different aspects of life and to not have a plan all the time, you know, and he's very spontaneous, whereas I'm not. So I think if I was talking to my 13 year old self, I would say, you know, just have fun, don't plan life, just let it happen, write it out.
you know, for me, <laughs> my 13 year old self, I would, I would probably say, slow down, slow your roll. There are no shortcuts in life. Success is a journey, not a destination. And trust all your hoes. <laughs> I mean, my, my parents, that's it. Uh, I think I would tell my 13 self to, um, you know, to be confident in my decisions and to know that whatever may happen, that I will be able to handle it no matter what it is. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. I'm so excited for folks to see season two and um, congrats on the success of the show. Really. Thank you. Thank you. And folks, as always, you can follow us at MediaVillage.com on Instagram. Head over to MediaVillage.com for all of our reviews, interviews, podcasts, and more. Don't miss season two of House of Hope premiering August 25th on HBO Max. I'm Juan Ayala, and this is Multicultural TV Talk.